Welcome back to the Cat's Eye Podcast, episode nine here. I'm your host, Jalen Phillips, with my special co-host we haven't seen in a while. And I'm risen back from the dead, huh? Louis Rowe, welcome back to the show, man. We missed you last week, and, you know, we haven't done one in a minute, so, you know, it's good to be back here with you. Mm-hmm. Man, Louis, you know, I know you've been busy. I've been busy, too, so we hadn't been able to have done a show together. So just tell me about how basketball season's been going so far, man. Um, How has basketball season been? It's been up and down. Um... Obviously, I mean, like, we play 30 games in a year. So, like, the first five games are going to be very wishy-washy because mm-hmm. you're just trying to – especially because we have so many new guys. Um, but I feel like we're starting to, like, really integrate, like, our identity and, like, the way that Sam Houston plays, that gritty style of basketball. I feel like it's taken a while for us to understand what it takes to beat big teams. Um, we went on the road to Old Miss and lost by, like, two, and we should have – I mean, mind you – Home court advantage and SEC refs do help Old Miss, but mm-hmm. it was a game that we should have easily locked up and won. But, you know, things happen, so we move on. But I feel like like our, our Lamar game a couple of days ago was a real testament of how we've grown, like just the way we played so aggressively, played solid. Um, we just were really, like, hard to play against. So I'm just interested to see how, if we, like, if we can keep it, prolonged and keep pushing obviously Missouri State this weekend at Missouri State there's going to be probably a packed out crowd out there in Springfield um they're a solid team as well um so it's a long season so we still have so much ball left to play um but obviously there's been some good there's been some bad and there's been some ugly but that's what you expect really I mean especially in our league in Conference USA it's probably in the upper echelon of high major basketball and mid-major basketball it's on the borderline of high major basketball and but we're still basically probably a one bid league Mm -hmm. so realistically we're just gearing up for conference and the plan is get into conference play hot go to the tournament get hot win the conference and go to the NCAA tournament so it's like I don't want to say these games are not important but it's not the end of the world we just want to use it as a way to um, grow and uh, get better Mm mm-hmm uh, you know, I checked out a couple games. I saw y'all play Troy. I watched y'all play Arizona State. You know, so uh, from these first nine, ten games so far, what do you think it was the reason why y'all started struggling at the beginning of the year? Um, I felt like the main thing was we would go out and wait and react to what the other team does. So we're kind of waiting for them to punch us in the mouth before we respond. We're not like going out there and getting at them and putting them on the back foot to begin the game. And then I feel like that trickles down with the rest of the team and the, how we play like the Arizona State game. We could have easily gone out. We Like if we played the way we played, like at Lamar, we would have easily beaten them. But we came out and waited for them to put us on the back foot and then we kind of didn't respond and then they kind of sniffed us out and realized, oh, these guys, like they're, they're not in it right now. And so they kind of took advantage of that. So... Um, those games are frustrating because, like, now you look back and you'd be like, "There's that's a game that we, we really wanted back. Or, oh, like, the last six minutes, seven minutes of that old Miss game, we really wanted back. So, like, stuff like that's annoying. But at the end of the day, you got to use it. And I think we have used it as motivation and used it to build up on. And I feel like like I feel like we've make, had a bit of a breakthrough in the last week or two, just the way – I feel like guys are really starting to mesh. Guys are really starting to understand how we play here. And I think it's really starting to, to show on the court. Mm. How has it been for you? I know you were dealing with some you know, tough in, tough injuries. Not saying – or I guess you were hurt, you know, playing through some tough stuff, you know, and, you know, trying to get accustomed to the new team. So how has it been for you uh, going with the season so far? 
Yeah, individually, um, I felt like I've started getting to my stride. I feel like the last um, game, like that Lamar game, I started to kind of <clears throat> really play how I need to play. Um, I felt like my st- like I, I hold myself to a higher standard than I am playing at right now. Mm-hmm. As you should. Um, and so I feel like there's a few things I need to get. But I feel like I've made from the start, of, from the first game to now, I think I've made real strides. But I felt like that was a bit of, that was kind of, I mean, obviously you hate when you don't play how you want to play. But it's also kind of you expect it because it's a new team, new system. Like it's a very different system from what I'm used to playing or have played before. Um, but I think now it's kind of like, oh, I can understand what it takes to produce on the court and play well. So, um, yeah, I mean, as long as we keep winning, it doesn't matter what I do. As that's all that matters. W's on the board, really. Yeah, man, definitely. I don't know if you saw. We finished our season. We won three out of the last four. We got mm-hmm. we got hot a little bit towards the end. You know, we started playing better. I know we, you weren't here last week, so we kind of talked about this last week. But yeah, I was just saying, I just you know we have a lot of things we can build on next year because you know. Like we said, we did finish three and nine. Obviously, it's a disappointing year, but you know mm-hmm. we were close in a lot of those games. So yeah, you know, first you lose big, then you lose close, but then you win big, and or then you win close, then you win big. That's what this guy named Bobby Bobby Bowden you say. And yeah. I thought about that. You know, you know, we lost a lot of close games, so I'm thinking next year, you know, we can win those close games. So those. what would you say your like takeaways are from the season? Uh, takeaways this season. You know, I really enjoyed the season kind of because like you know those even though we were losing, it wasn't like super hurtful. You know, no. After we lost Saturday, then the next day we just, you know, watched the film and then we went back over and then we prepared for the next week. It's like we thought we were going to win every game. We never went to a game thinking like, oh, we were going to lose. That's why mm-hmm. I was so surprised when we were 0-8 because every all of the games we thought we were going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, even we played those BYUs, the U of Hs, the Air Forces, you know, we had the confidence and we went in there thinking like, oh, we can beat these teams. These teams don't look nothing special. And thinking like they have a bigger name, but they're not, they're not better than us, you know. So, you know, it just sucks losing those games, but – I think that towards the end of the year, we kind of just you know, kept we kept doing what we were doing. You know, eventually we we're gonna get a W. I, I knew we weren't gonna go over this year because mm-hmm. I was like, we have you know, this is a strong will team, and like I know we're just we're just gonna keep battling. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it ended up being a you know the winning three last four was a good feeling. You know, it gives us something to boost on, and it gives you confidence for next year because then now you feel like oh, it was like oh okay, like it wasn't like we actually can beat these guys. Like these guys aren't. Just absolutely positively I mean, better yeah. than us. Well, I mean, you guys probably should have beaten Liberty, and they went to to win the conference and go unbeaten. Yeah, they're playing uh, in the Oregon. Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. That's I'll, a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for them. I'm gonna, we're going to see if they come to play or not. We'll see yeah. how legit they are. So coming into next year, you guys lose a couple of big pieces or like position-wise. I know you lose Trev, Trevor, uh-huh. um, all-star linebacker mm-hmm. and then obviously you lose Keegan Keaton yeah, right? Keegan's gonna be gone. and you lose some Lyman I think yeah so what's like how do you think that's gonna affect next year you guys obviously have room for transfers obviously you guys got some freshmen some big time freshmen coming in mm-hmm. but also like you got a bunch of underclassmen or upperclassmen that are ready to step up so what do you what do you see so far for next year uh, for next year, you know, it's going to all come together over the offseason. You know, a lot of people are taking time away just to get away from football right now. But mm-hmm. I think we're just going to need guys who who were in less prominent roles last year to step up and be leaders this year. You know, like guys like 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 me, I could be a guy that steps up. You know, we got KG out there, we got Sincere. And then we need people on the offense to step up as well. You know, just you know, take that next leap because, you know, it's going to be everybody. You know, we don't have the Trevors, the Markells, the Keegans there anymore and like we lost three captains, so like you know, somebody, three people got to fill those roles and help us be better and get ready for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
have you seen about the in-season tournament at all, by the way? I am so confused when it comes to that. <laughs> I just know they get money if they win. Apart from that, I mean, I don't like watching regular season NBA basketball, but I I see the flashy courts and I'm just like, you've lost me. I don't understand. Yeah, I, the courts are bad. I hate seeing those courts look like that. Like I don't know if you saw the Bulls court. It was yeah. like all red. It was like it was. So nice. are they just playing for money? I mean, obviously that's they get 500k <laughs> bonus, so that's a big deal. Yeah, but like that's the incentive. That's the only reason why they put it in. Yeah, I think that the future of this they should. No, they say the winner of this should get a playoff seat or something like that. Or like, yeah, it should at least be in the NC's, the the playing tournament at the end of the year, like the, the, depending on where you finish at. But this this counts to the regular eighty two season games. Yeah, it's okay. weird how, weird how they're doing the scheduling. You know, how, how can you schedule a game if you don't know who's going to be yeah. in there? I'm sure they they found a way to do it, but it is weird. They're down to four teams now. It's the Lakers and the Pelicans and the Pacers and the Bucks. So it's pretty exciting teams. I'm sure they want LeBron and Giannis to be in the championship. Or yeah, LeBron's playing Zion this week. I mean, so. I get. I guess why they want to do it because they want to make more money off. Because like a lot of the games mid season are dead because there's no real point of them and no one wants to go because there's 82 games of them. Yeah. So by making that a bit more of a playoff atmosphere, because that's my always that's my biggest like point that I don't like about basketball in regular season. It's just like the games are so dead. There's no playoff atmosphere and like. Everyone tunes in and wants to go to the playoffs because that's like the atmosphere, the intensity. Mm. So by trying to get that into more of the games, one, they make more money, and two, people are more happy. Yeah, especially right now during the thick of football season. You know, everybody's tuned into football now, and you know, playoff spots are being solidified and everything. So I think this was a great thing for the NBA to do. You know, just for people, you know, to care about basketball in Octo- October, November, December, and make it make it important. Uh, you know, what's, uh, I was going to ask you also, what's your plans for the break? You know, I know basketball has got to be here. And like, so how does like the whole scheduling that work with Christmas and everything coming up? Well, we play at GCU, I think on the 21st and then we come back. I think we're going to practice for a few days and then we get two, three days off max. Um, so we'll probably get maybe, uh, the two days leading up to Christmas and Christmas day, or maybe just Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And then we'll come back and we'll, pro- we'll definitely practice um, the day after Boxing uh, Boxing Day. That's what it, right? Mm-hmm. We'll practice Boxing Day and because we have to go out to uh, Lubbock and play Texas Tech. Yeah. So we're going to make sure we're ready because that's going to be a heck of a game. If we don't come to play, it could be a beat down. But <clears throat> I'm sure by then we'll be giving them a challenge and, and giving them the run for their money. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it over the break. I won't be doing nothing except probably hanging out, working out. So I'll be watching <laughs> a lot of college basketball. And I'll, I'll be excited for y'all, man. Hopefully, I'll keep it going. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great time college basketball because anyone can beat anyone, as mm-hmm. you've seen in the last couple of weeks. Some, yeah, some I've been watching. Teams. I've been watching Purdue. You know, we beat like Mar- we beat Marquette in. Uh, That's right, because your family went to Purdue, right? Yeah, we beat Marquette, and then we lost to Northwestern at home. Yeah, but Marquette. I mean, at the, yeah. I like how Marquette plays though. They've, they they play a, hard. They've they play similar team. to us. Yeah, no, that's they kind of remind me of y'all. They they're pretty grimy. Mm-hmm. They're they, out there. Is there any other teams that you you've watched that have interested you? Uh, I like Arizona. You know, mm-hmm. Caleb Love over there. And, like, they're usually always a, a solid squad. Uh, I watched FAU play uh, Illinois yesterday. Illinois mm-hmm. looked really good. That should be a tough team to us to play in conference. So, there's a lot of good college basketball. I feel like I start to learn more people as the season goes just because, like, every year there's a bunch of fresh new faces in college basketball, mm-hmm. even more than college football, I would say. So, you know, I'm excited to uh, it to keep going. Purdue plays Bama this week, and they play Arizona next week. So, that should be it. Good game, number one versus number three. And then my, I have a buddy that plays at U of H, uh, LJ Cryer. I played ball with him when I was a little league, so you know I I watch I tune into them a little bit. They play hard too, so mm. a lot of good a lot of good basketball going on. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's enough for this segment. I mean, yeah. 
I was going to ask you about the college football playoffs, but I think we'll save that for for next week's episode because I think we could be here for another 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. That, uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> All right, coming up on the break, we'll have Dana Hansen joining the studio, and you know, we'll talk about a little bit about her journey when it comes to Sam Houston, a little bit about some soccer, a little bit about life. So thank you, guys. We'll see you guys on the break. Hey, Bearcat fans, if you're looking to keep up with the Cats, be sure and head to the Apple Store and download the all-new Bearcat Sports app. It is your one place to stay in touch with Bearcat Athletics, including game recaps, highlights, and live audio streaming of Sam Houston football and basketball. It is also a spot to be able to listen to your favorite Sam Houston podcast, including BSN Extra and the new Players Only Cat's Eye Podcast. Check it out in the App Store. Search for Bearcat Sports. Eat them up, cats. Welcome back to the Cat's Eye Podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Phillips. We're here with a special guest in the building. Been a long time coming. Dana Hansen, welcome. Thank you for having me. Dana, it's good to finally have you. You know, we've been trying to get you on for a while, and, you know, just our schedules haven't been able to work, but since it's finals week and everything, I'm glad you're able to be on. I'm glad to be here. Uh, for guys, people who don't know Dana, she's been a soccer player for three years now. You know, she's involved with SAC and soccer like i said so she's done a lot for this program and a lot for the school so you know we wanted to bring her on and just you know ask her about her journey so like dana where'd you come from and you know, how'd you get to sam really it's kind of a weird story uh, i'm from new braunfels texas i grew up playing for a really small club i didn't go to showcases with a lot of big schools none of that but i did this thing called odp stands for olympic development program and I started doing that when I was 12, and our head coach of our team for that was also the head coach of women's soccer here. So I met him when I was 12 years old. Um, this is the previous coach. He left about two years ago. His name was uh, Coach? Tom Brown. Tom, yeah, Brown. I was yeah. doing some research before, and I found his name. Yeah, so, so I met him when I was 12. Um, so I knew what Sam Houston was, but I wasn't really, like, looking at colleges and stuff then. Um, and then I became a freshman. I think they invited me to an ID camp, but I had a family member pass away. I never came and it just kind of like fell through. I, I didn't really talk about Sam Houston or look into it. Um, and then I was a junior when COVID happened and that was like prime time recruiting. And um, I remember they made like a D1 dead period. And I was like really sad because I wanted to play D1. I knew that I wanted to play D1 like since I was little. Um, and so I kind of was just like, well, I don't really know what to do, but the dead period was interesting because they could like still talk to you, but they couldn't watch you play. So if you already had like a relationship with some coaches, then it wasn't really like the end of the world. So I was actually on a jet ski and, uh, in the middle of like a lake and I get a call from like an unknown number. I was like, what the heck? So I answered it, and it was Michael O'Hare, who was the recent um, assistant coach, and he had been at Oklahoma State. I had met him when I was probably like 14 through ODP, and he had just came to Sam Houston, and this was like right before my senior year started, and he was like, hey, I'm in Texas again. You don't have a school? I was like, no, and I didn't really know what to do. So I literally committed like before even coming to a visit. I didn't know what Huntsville was. I just like was like, I'm winging it, and I'm so glad I did because – it's been great, but it was really, I mean, small world. I don't even know how I ended up here, but I'm glad I did. So what was, like, your high school soccer career like, if you want to walk us through? Yeah. Because you say you're from a really small town. So it's growing now. Like, it's it's not, like, tiny, but it's 
not like I have like a ton of clubs to choose from. It's not like Houston or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, but. So it was hard to like play bigger schools to get more eyes and that sort yeah. of stuff? Yeah, like it wasn't like we would go to like some showcases and because for soccer, you don't get recruited through high school. Like it's purely club. Like oh, really? they do not care about. No. Yeah. Like a lot of club girls, like they don't even play high school soccer because like you're just risking getting injured. Mm. Like it's not like high school soccer is mostly just like for fun. And it is super fun. But like club soccer is like where you get the eyes and where you get all the exposure so uh, do you feel like it's like that for basketball too like in terms of aau and in school ball in america yeah it's like <clears throat> so unless you go to a big time high school so like um one of the guys in the team dame mm-hmm. he went to duncanville yeah which obviously is one of the biggest high schools for basketball in the country uh-huh. so and if you go to like to a big time high school it's you're fine but aau is where a lot of guys or like if you no one knows who you are and you come out and you put numbers up against a ranked guy, then that's how you kind of get your your clout and like your eyes. But I mean, people, a lot of people, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, people say AAU's ruining basketball. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like it's pros and cons because it's not real basketball. It's just highlights and stuff like that just to try to get your name out. Um, so it's very similar because like back home, like I only played high school basketball because it was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we played club. Club was like, where, where people were watching and like that's how you worked your way up in in kind of the rankings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school was clearly just I'd, I'd pull up on a Saturday morning, have some f- like school friends and just you know just wing it kind of thing. So, uh, do you feel like there's a problem with like my bad? Do you feel like there's a problem like with like soccer? You know, like in terms of AAU, when I played AAU, a lot of people would just move teams whenever and just you no. Know, go from one team to another do you think there's a problem like that in soccer as well or no definitely it was like a business I mean we would go to stuff and they're like coaches are like in your ear like come to this club come to this club and like it's definitely like that but I mean for me like I literally played at the same club since I was like eight years old and I mean there was opportunities to go other places but I don't know I liked to like stick to the thing I was I was loyal to them and like they I mean they helped me get here so so did so you once Sam Houston reached out, mm-hmm. did you have anyone else really talking to you, or was it just kind of like this is just my one shot to play Division One soccer and I'm gonna just take it and see how it goes? Yeah. So like before the D1 dead period, I had been like going to ID camps and like I got invited to go to like some like big schools ID camps and stuff like that. So I was like really excited, but I didn't have like relationships with those coaches. Mm-hmm. So I, it would like when the dead period happened, that was kind of just out the window. Like it, I didn't really have a lot of hope, you know. So. I ended up going to a club called Rise, not like permanently, but it's in a Houston area. Um, and I just did showcases with them senior year, specifically to try to get like my name out there and do like exposure. So I would like drive to Houston, literally like do one practice drive home, maybe like once every three weeks. Um, and then I would play some games with them to try to get exposure and stuff. But at that point it was like too late. I'd already just like, all right, I'm going to Sam Houston. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, will you talk about how this past season went for y'all, for people who don't know? Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of ups and downs for sure, I think. Overall, I, I would say this is my favorite season so far that I've been here for sure. But, I mean, we started off, we had um, home game, Prairie View. It was a great turnout. We scored four second half goals, and, like, it was so much fun. Kicked off the season great. And then we just, like, went down. I mean, we were, like, we started off a little rough. We were getting scored on and like, the last five minutes, we were losing by one. We scored own goals. Um, and it was just, like, 
it was in the like it was in our hands like we had the talent we had everything but like we just let it slip a couple times and then really like I think probably the transitioning point was probably maybe UIW I think we won that game and then we tied after that a couple games um, and then we went to conference and like we were going into conference pretty hot we felt confident felt good uh, and then we played Liberty <laughs> uh-huh. yeah we, yeah <laughs> we got smacked by Liberty um, so that was kind of like a dang okay what's going on we went we were going good we were going strong we had it together and then uh, that was a confidence beater for sure but um and then after that I mean we went it was just a lot of ups and downs really but uh-huh. I mean overall I think I mean, we went to the conference tournament we made it to the semifinals and we competed with New Mexico State which is a great team um, really that game could have gone either way. I mean, it was 1-0 for the majority of the game. They scored in the last, like, two minutes, so it ended up being 2-0, but it was super competitive. I mean, I don't know. I think it was a huge – this whole season was just a huge step forward for the program, I would say. Yeah, I would say that in terms of all sports, you know, yeah. like you said with soccer and also with football, you know, we were both close in a lot of games. Exactly. So, you know, I think this year we kind of – Took our L's, we can grow from there, and then the yeah. next year we can take a step, take a step forward exactly. in the right direction. Exactly. Took, one, took one out of two. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we took, we took a couple one, two, L's. Three, so. four, five, <laughs> no, 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 no. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously, I wasn't here last year, so I didn't yeah. get to see you guys last year. But just from talking like with guys like Jay, the style of play, a lot more mm. up tempo, more goals under a new coach. Like, yeah. do you want to talk about? The changes for you personally but also as a program you've seen yeah so the new coach coach Sonia she's great she came in last year but like we didn't know who our coach was till July and like soccer season starts in July so it was like she was basically handed whatever she was given and was like okay take this and run with it Um, and so I know like last season was basically just a huge transition period for all of us and it was like none of us were her players except maybe a couple freshmen came in with her but um, it was just a huge, I mean, it was crazy and we had a rough season. We didn't make the conference tournament. Um, it was hard, but she has done like a ton of stuff for this program and, um, coming back this year, I mean, she, a lot of people left. We've had so many changes with the roster. I mean, even, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, probably like three fourths of the team from my freshman year and then to sophomore year were gone and then to sophomore year to junior year same thing like just a lot of transitioning and stuff um but she like I mean she just it's just like an intensity change like the whole program is like just structured very like it's super unified now and there's a lot of like standards that we're held to um, and I just feel like we're just going to keep getting better, which is great. I wish I wish I had more time. I mean, I only have one more year, so I'm hoping this next year we can win a ring. But Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking what y'all are doing right now is laying the groundwork and foundation yeah. for the future soccer programs, future soccer players that come here in this program. I think so, too. Yeah. It's exciting. You know what's sure. crazy to me? I, was, I, was, I didn't realize this. I, forget, I didn't know we didn't have a men's team. I just realized we just had a women's Bro, team. Bro, Title IX, we can't have a men's team. <laughs> All the scholarships have to go to you and be oh, grateful. Yeah. That is true. I was, thinking, I was thinking, like, dang, we don't have any men's team, men's yeah, soccer team. I know. There's, like, very few men's soccer teams like really? the co- well like there's for d1 like it's a ton of east coast schools but like in texas there's probably like four d1 men's soccer teams yeah because i because a lot of people on it from high school they were like top recruits they all went to schools out of state mm-hmm. i was like i wonder why nobody goes to school in texas yeah play soccer there no it's hard for guys why do you think that is it's because of title nine uh-huh for sure and like soccer's like like because like football is huge in texas uh-huh. so like that's where the scholarships are going to go to the schools here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, East Coast, like, soccer's a little bigger. But you wouldn't think, because there's a lot of Texas schools that are 
have a lot of money. So you'd think they could afford. Yeah. But it's because like, so basically they have to have the same amount of scholarships given to females uh, to males. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So uh-huh. like, if like there's like, if even if you look at Sam Houston, we have way more girls sports than guys. Like we have yeah. bowling, tennis, what else? Volleyball. Volleyball. Yeah. Soccer. <laughs> Soccer. Exactly. Exactly. But like since. Tennis. Yeah. Wait, yeah. did I say tennis? Said, oh, <laughs> hey, volleyball. good about, point, tennis. <laughs> about to be beach volleyball. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> so since we get, like, since the female athletes get those scholarships, then the, like, the same amount go to the football. Mm-hmm. Some stuff we talked about on the show is, like, transfer portal and NIL stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you've probably seen it in football. It's big, like, all these quarterbacks and everything. Like, yeah. And Dude, it's crazy. Place. Literally <laughs> everybody's, like, leaving yeah, I, I was wondering, is that is it the same issue like that in soccer? Like, you feel like a lot of people are transferring, trying to find one place or another to go to. And, you know, tra- I don't know about transfer for money or NIL, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think definitely transfer portal is big. Um, but I think most of the time when I see people in the transfer portal, it's more because it wasn't a good fit and they're just trying to find a good fit. Um, maybe they didn't like the style of play, didn't like the playing time they got, that kind of stuff. But, like, it's completely different world than football because the – the NIL stuff and the money is not there for women's soccer as it is for football. So it's not like people are just, you know, entering the transfer portal to try and go, like, make a ton of money and get free cars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Must be nice, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Nebraska coach said it's going to cost, like, $2 million to get a quarterback on the transfer portal. I was like, $2 million Yeah, it's is, insane. Yeah. $2 million wow. just get somebody in college. So many quarterbacks just entered the transfer portal, too. Yeah. Well, these days, they're offering six figures to mm-hmm. high school. Get exactly. straight out of high yeah. school. You know, what, you know what I would have done if I was set out of high school with 100, 100 grand? Uh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are staying in college a lot longer because, you know, they're making one, yeah. two million in college. You know, it's like, I keep paying wow, this yeah, cheap wow. rent. I don't got to be an adult. You know, Especially, just, like, some of the big, like, female athletes. Like, I look at, like, female basketball players. Like, they're going to make way more money in college than they are in the so WNBA. Yeah, exactly. So, like, stay. they're staying and making the bank, which is good for them. I respect it. You so, know? I want to bring it back to before sam houston real Mm -hmm. quick so why like was soccer always the first love like you always (laughs) was always planning Uh, on playing soccer so i actually played t-ball first t-ball yeah t-ball what's t-ball what (laughs) oh i forgot you know what t-ball is basically like you you have (laughs) like the little setup and oh wait you put the ball on the thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's also so funny you don't know what t-ball is (laughs) that is funny it makes sense because i doubt y'all played that played it out there we're like that's so funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I but, was thinking about yeah, I was trying to, in my head, I was trying to press it. It was like, what's huh? T-ball, yeah. <laughs> so I played T-ball, and I was the only girl in the league, and I loved it. I, like, loved playing with the guys. I was like, this is so fun. I love T-ball. And then I got to the age, and they were like, okay, you have to go play softball. I was like, no. I was like, I guess I'll try soccer. And, like, I was, had a lot of energy and stuff, so I was like, I'll go run around the field. It'll be fun. So I started playing soccer, and then I just, like, loved it. I, like completely like dove straight in I was always playing soccer like growing up I literally would go to the field every single day I would do my practice and I'd stay for the guys practice like I would just be out there all night it was just fun like I just love playing so was it always just like you love playing it mm-hmm. or did you like because I know me and Jace we're big soccer fans like, oh yeah did you just fall in love with like obviously like the they call it the beautiful game yeah so did you yeah exactly they call yeah. it the beautiful game hey beautiful don't mock game. it <laughs> no i'm not i'm, I'm not hating so did you like take that more on because i know a lot of kids like they just play the sport they like the sport because they play it yeah did you immerse yourself in the whole culture around 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i think obviously when i was really little i didn't really know like a whole lot but 
um, I had obviously like the British coaches and stuff, and mm-hmm. I had one who's like a huge Chelsea fan. And so he uh, told my brother and I, like, if we learned everything about Chelsea, I was probably like 10 years old. Then he would go and he would get us a Chelsea jersey when he went back to England. So like, I just wanted to be like my brother. So I was like, oh, I'm going to learn everything. So we like went all in, loved Chelsea, watched the games, which is lost right before this. So we were watching that. We were just watching that. We were just yeah, watching that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> are, you man, are you a Man United fan? Oh, yeah, no, I'm a Man no. City fan as well. So. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, did yeah. you ever get that Chelsea jersey? No. Wow. I know. Put him on blast. Right? Who was it? What's his name? <laughs> can't say. Can't say. <laughs> but I have plenty now. I've gotten my own throughout the years. But um, yeah. So totally, like, just love the game. I love to go like watch professional games, watch them on TV. I mean, it really is like it's literally universal language. Like, if you mm-hmm. go anywhere else, I mean, you know, like, it's just crazy to see how much like soccer impacts like culture and like community. Like, I just love it. So who who would you say that you model yourself after or like growing up you just you mm. know loved watching? Yeah, lightweight, female or male? <laughs> Either. Both. Okay. Well, female, like uh, I love Julie Ertz. Okay. She, y'all know who that is? Yeah. That's Zach okay. Ertz. That's, Zach Ertz oh, that's how y'all know her. But, oh my but, gosh. But she's a good soccer <laughs> she's player. She's a dog though. Bro, she's yeah. a dog. Yeah, she's so good. She actually just retired. It's just really sad. But her and I play the same position and like she's just like a grinder. Like she just like gets the job done, like, puts her head down, works humbly. I'm like, I don't know, that's just kind of what I try to do, like, just keep running around doing my job. And, like, I try to be, like, a distributor. Like, that's kind of, like, I would say, like, the key to my game. Mm -hmm. And so I really, like, I've always loved her. Um, Guys, Chelsea fan, N'Golo Conte, that's my guy. I loved him. Mm, Yeah, nothing. Not anymore. Is he solid? Is he like that? is he he solid? Is he solid? He had like a he had like a six year period where so like good. he like people said he had three lungs because like, he ran that much. Literally, they would say like the world is covered by like seventy percent Angola Conte and the rest is like water. Yeah, Angola yeah. Conte. Angola. Look him Kante. up, okay. and he's just such a nice guy. Like he's just a, so humble and like just a grinder. Like just Angola, works so Angolo hard. Kante. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they like oh yeah. Is he British? Uh, he's French. French. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's on the French team. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they were pretty good, so they won World Cup. They won, yeah, they won the last one, right? No. Yeah. Or two. Oh no, they won two, two. Messi. Two, yeah, two. I'm thinking I two times. Put some respect on Messi. I remember. Bro. I remember, but it was just wow. They yeah. played. Our, they played France. They played right? in the final. Yeah, that final France was crazy. Argentina. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. I was up at like 4 a.m. back home watching it. Dude. Oh, like, dude yeah, the time changes. They were crazy. Yeah. It was brutal. It was brutal. That game was so good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I miss it. So who? I like now current players because N'Golo Kante doesn't really play yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that who, who would you say now? Or like, what about growing up? Like, uh, was there anyone else? I mean, I think obviously like being a, like a little girl, like I loved like the national team, all those women and stuff. Like Alex Morgan, I had like a fat head of her on my wall and that kind of stuff. But um, I think now like I just watch more like teams. Like I watched whoever Chelsea is playing and like – um, Jorginho, he, I watched him for a while. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. I do love Kevin De Bruyne. I need to, be, I need, I need to feel validated. <laughs> I know. Listen, I do love Kevin De Bruyne, and, like, I genuinely, like, before games and stuff, I'll look up, like, Kevin De Bruyne highlights, and it gets me so pumped up because he's so good. Like, he genuinely is, and I respect him. That's but right. I can't say that I, like, model my game after him. That would just be going against Chelsea. I, that just confirmed that I know ball. I, <laughs> I know ball. You got, a, you got an eye for the talent. Come you on, know man. ball. That's what I, do. I know ball. He's uh, crazy. He's like, man. Don't get me. I could, I could have a whole podcast talking about Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne podcast. Yeah. Hey, I would listen. I would listen. No, he's so good. It's a bummer that he's been injured, mm-hmm. but so I think he's come back soon. Like talking about 
um, obviously the women's national team. Mm. <clears throat> what are you like? How have you seen the growth of women's sports, especially soccer, yeah. in America from when you were young to now? Like seeing maybe girls that were your age when you just started. Mm -hmm. Like you can talk about because obviously being a great deal of um, improvements that have happened. Yeah, yeah. When I started, like, I mean, I was probably like six or something. I mean, soccer was like a thing, but I didn't really think it was like the sport for girls. Like a lot of it was like volleyball, softball, that kind of stuff. But now, like, I mean, the amount of young girls who play soccer in this country is like insane. And like America is like the leading country for women's soccer, which is great. And there's so many clubs, there's so many resources. It's amazing, but it's also like super competitive now. Like it's insane how many people are like trying to play at the highest level. So mm. I love how we were the best women's team. I want to get our men's team. Like no, I that. wouldn't say. I wouldn't say best. We have the. We won. No, we're not the five, best anymore. We won three mm. out of five women's World Cups, right? The, come on, the uh, no, the we're women. we're on the downfall a little yeah. bit. I know, you know, you know who's on the rise. Who? The Aussies. Australia. That's true. Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. Yeah. I love. Um. I love Fowler. Oh yeah. I can't. What's her first name? Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I don't Fowler, know her first name. Gym. Yeah. So you got. I have a talent. I have a talent. He knows both. I, I gotta check bowl. her out. Yeah, I know, yeah. We I know we lost in the uh, round of 16. Yeah. What, was that last year or two years ago? Yeah. It's now? hard to, like, stay at the top, you know? It but is. But also, yeah. I mean, I, personally, this could be controversial. I think they get a little too cocky. Like, I kind of – I, I wanted them to lose, honestly. Like, Yeah, they got a little bit too big for their boots. They did. And, like, just the way that they handle some things, I'm just like, dude, just play they the did, game. And they also fired the coach, right? Yeah. Well, the, we just got a new coach, Emma Hayes, who was the female coach of um, – Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, and she's like a super good coach. So they just hired her, so mm -hmm. I'm not sure what their strategy is, but because I'm not too familiar, like, do a lot of the Americans tend to go into Europe to play club ball, or mm -hmm. is like the women's here like the what a lot of this is like? I would say this is probably the best league, but there are like a handful of them that definitely go play in Europe, and that is like growing so much. So I mean, now it's probably honestly like equal, I would say, but a lot of the, like the women on the national team will play like Mary here. Fowler. That's her name. I think I was, that's Hey, I respect that, you know, because a lot of guys yeah. put down women's soccer. So oh, I'm not, I'm not hating. Yeah, I, just, I just need hey, to know hey. more about it. I know that America has a good, I know Alex Morgan, or yeah, Alex yeah, yeah. Morgan, Julia, Rapione, uh, Rapione. Megan oh, she's gone now. Yeah. Abby Wambeck. I know that people are probably older now. That's all right. Yeah. The, I know the 99 team, they had that game-winning goal. When Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm. They have a – I can't think of the girl who's what the goal is right now. Brandy Chastain, is that yeah. her name? You know, wow. like, you I don't like You're going deep you. in your bag. I told you I know what I'm talking about. You're going deep in your bag <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Mad respect. Wow. I didn't know you had that, didn't you? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I watch a little bit of film. I catch, <laughs> catch up on everything. I had to do some research before Dana came on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. You just took notes on that. Uh, Dana, I was also going to ask you about uh, SAC. You know, I know yeah. you're involved with SAC. You want to tell people what SAC is and know how me and you are. Yeah, yeah, for partner. sure. <laughs> Uh, student Athlete Advisory Committee. So, um, have y'all like talked about what it is on here? No, Not we haven't. Really. We've been waiting for you. Oh my gosh, so honored. <laughs> Basically, it's like a couple people from each team um, get selected, and you kind of just um, meet. We meet like once a month, and we just do a ton of stuff behind the scenes, organize events. Um, you're kind of just like a spokesperson for your team. Um, I mean, we do a lot of stuff, especially me and Jalen. Yeah, yeah. So me and Dana are like the executive council, like for the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. So like we're like the 
top of the top of people up there, you know, you know, the people you speak to on your team that mm-hmm. go to Miss Thompson, mm-hmm. but we're kind of like Miss Thompson's like little helpers and like we're at the top <laughs> of the thing. So, yeah. And so uh, with us being a conference USA, like if they have meetings and stuff, you know, Dana, uh, Dana and I will attend, you know, we, we attended a meeting back in Dallas back in July. You mm-hmm. know, that was a, it was a pretty fun time. We had a good it was time. Fun. It was we went fun. over a lot of stuff. We met yeah. a lot of cool people from every school. It was great. And like we all have a group chat and we'd stay in touch every <laughs> once in a while. So, so my little you, guitar hero who won though. Me, remember? Wow. I don't remember. remember? I don't. I don't. Shred a little bit. I, I mean, yeah. I <laughs> don't remember on. that actually. <laughs> I so do remember. What do you like? What do you have coming up with the set? Uh, right now, so we just kind of we had like a meeting uh, last week, and we just uh, just talked over some stuff. Uh, some about some student leadership people that might come help us sometime in the spring. Mm. But uh, we did this Operation Christmas Child thing that we just got done yeah. with. You know, it's about just donating boxes and uh, toys and supplies and stuff like that for kids for Christmas. And you know, over the break, he kind of is kind of like letting us do our own thing and chill for a bit. We won't meet again until I don't think February, right? Yeah, but like I know throughout that, like I know I have to do some Zoom calls in uh, January for like Conference USA SAC stuff, and you're going to like yeah, I'm going to the national yeah. SAC meeting, so like the national. He's big time. Oh. Yeah. I'm not. Dana's Dana's my helper. No, she, no, no, she does all the work. <laughs> I'm just like the face of it, so I just do do what I can. Right, right, right. It's basically just picking backing off. Yeah, you, huh? I do all the work. She's got all the ideas and everything. I'm just uh, yeah. She's the she's the really the president. I'm just the face. Whatever. Yeah. So I'm go to Arizona for that. I'll be there for like four or five days. So it'll be a fun it'll be a fun trip. They're paying for it and everything. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I love yeah. to come. Can't argue with that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it, super cool. You get to see like all the stuff behind the scenes. Like even just working with Conference USA. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. You don't even think about. And then to get to like talk to the people from other schools. I mean, we've gotten great ideas from other people in Conference USA. I think they've taken some of our stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat. Yeah, no, I enjoy it, and just like also making the connections too. Mm-hmm. You know, just meet people from other, like you said, other schools, and people meet people from the conference. So it's a pretty awesome thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Dana, I have one more question about soccer though. So yeah, after like you get done playing soccer here, do you plan on like trying to pursue like a career professionally or? So plan right now. This is like pretty up in the air because I still have some time. But there's actually a program where if you play like any D one sport, it doesn't have to be soccer. Um, it's called play overseas. You can go over to like England and you basically get an extra year of eligibility mm-hmm. and like you can, um, like they can pay for some of it. Like you get scholarships and stuff. And so I want to do that cause I'm going to graduate early from here. And like, I've always, I love traveling. I want to study abroad, but like, it's hard to do that with soccer. So I don't know, in my mind, I'm thinking leaning towards that and go play over there, get my master's, play for years, see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know yet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like you yeah. got a, a good head and you know what you want to do in store. Yeah. We'll I'm going to have to look into that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you can. Any can sport I, can, can I do get it. extra year? Like, can I play basketball there? If Probably. Hey, really I up? mean, <laughs> you can send in some <laughs> hey, film, you, some highlights. You're the one sending me screens, though. You're, you sent <laughs> me screens. Are you good at basketball? No. You, you didn't see what? You uh, weren't at the rec yesterday. No, no one numbers. told me. Invite me. I'll pull up. numbers at the rec yesterday. Invite me. I'm like Draymond Green, but like. Jokic offensive. I'm like Victor Wimbanyama out there. Okay. Oh wow. That's, a re- <laughs> that's literally a reach. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. That was. That I had was, to. I had to. That was so like I did not expect that. That kind of like like like. <laughs> yeah. I'm, stutter- I'm stuttering. That's how I say Chris Paul. She said Victor Wimbanyama. Wimbanyama. Hey, loyal Spurs fan here, right? <laughs> Ooh, not looking too good. Yeah, they've yeah. been they've been struggling a little bit. But a little, they're just young. a little bit. So young. Did you see that? So did, many assets. Did you see that uh, uh, scouting report got leaked? A couple of weeks ago, of what it's been happening for a while. Oh, for recently, it's like the like the new thing. Like people have been um, <clears throat> taking scouting reports on other teams. So like I know 
um, one of the Spurs players they were staying in a hotel in an away game and like they dropped the scouting reports and like food off to their rooms and someone didn't pick it up and so a fan came up and took all the photos of like the scouting report of like how they're <laughs> going to guard. I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. So like, uh, like you re- you can read through how like NBA teams are scouting like the Spurs like they came there's that's came probably out. why we're losing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, just the t- maybe just the talent. Like twelve game losing streak right now. <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. mean you got a lot to work on. I mean I like Wemby. I don't like um, what's his name Sohan. Sohan. You don't like him. Yeah, no, he okay. be doing too much. Okay, I- hold on, though. Pause because they've been like really like trying to see what he can do because he doesn't normally play point guard and he's been playing point guard. It's like an experiment. Why do you have a way playing point guard if you got Trey Jones? Dude, I don't know. I do agree with that. I don't love him at point guard, but Pop has like some stuff and up his sleeve. Have, I trust um, him. <laughs> don't you have Vassell? Yes, Vassell too. He has been injured for a little bit though. Okay. But yeah. Johnson. No, we have so many good young guys. Like Kelvin Johnson. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> he hasn't been doing do nothing this year. Kelvin oh. Johnson. <laughs> they've been struggling. I'm just Kelvin Johnson went to Florida. Yeah. yeah, Florida State, I think. I know Bo. Let me see. I'm, I think he went to Kentucky I, first. Wait, no, Florida. it was Kentucky. But I think. Um, jo- oh no, Keldon is it Kentucky? Yeah, Isn't that the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did not he have the heart issue? No, that's uh, Keontae George. Oh, I'm sure he he, he went to Florida and then uh, Kansas State. Oh, okay, and now he's on. Couldn't tell. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but the ball should be in Victor's hands every play. Like I, I would, do I would just, that. I would just develop Victor all year. Just get a, just get a Wemby and Trey Jones. Literally, like the beginning of the season, he literally said, like Pop said, the whole staff was like, "We're just letting him play. We're not even coaching him right now. We're seeing what he can do, and then they're gonna coach." They just started coaching him, so just give it a little bit of time. Trust me, they'll be good in like five. I know, years. Ball, best okay. team in Texas, huh? <laughs> Uh, no, that's not even close. The Mavericks. Third best. The third oh, best team. Oh, please. No Dallas teams. Uh, no you say Dallas, Dallas and Rockets or Rockets and Dallas? Probably Dallas and Rockets. The Rockets, Ooh, are, the Rockets are honestly like kind of good this year. They're not bad. They are surprising some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played the Lakers close a couple times. They want to. I think they're I think they're like a 500 team right now. I like either because they both have Australians on their team. So. Oh, Who's Australian yeah. on the Rockets? Uh, Jock Lindell. Oh. I gave him a $32 million contract. Dang. Jacqueline Lindell out here robbing the. Rockets. I mean, he, wow. <laughs> he <laughs> was. He, Hopefully, he doesn't hear that. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was actually a really big part of the Suns. Uh huh. Yeah, he did last year. And on the Mavs, you've got uh, Dante Exum, who came from back from Europe, and you've got Josh Green. Are you counting Kyrie or not? Yeah. <laughs> so you just can like it, can, the Amer- can Americans go? even claim Kyrie anymore? <laughs> ah, man, he's just. Know. He's just by himself. He's, he's, on, his, he's on his own island right he's now. He's a sovereign. Yeah, uh. no, not, not part of anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, shoot. We'll we'll be right back. Segment three coming up with Dana. Uh, this is this is fun so far. So we'll keep it going. <laughs> Hey, Bearcat fans, it is basketball season. It is time to get your tickets to see the Bearcats in their first season of Conference USA. Be sure and log on to your Go Bearcats account and get your season tickets today, or you can call the Athletic Ticket Office at 936-294-1729. Eat them up, cats. Alrighty, welcome back, people. We've got Dana around here, sticking around. She's gonna ask some. Uh, she's gonna answer some questions from old mate over there in the corner. So <laughs> throw them away. Yeah, Dana, I want the audience to know a little bit more about your personality, okay. and, you know, or even about the soccer team in general. You know, <laughs> you're the main culprit for them. You know what's going on. I was gonna ask you, who is the funniest person on the soccer team? Oh my gosh, mm, that's hard. Okay, let me think. 
Okay. <laughs> my first, the first person that comes to my mind, uh, Jasmine Marquez. She's like just unintentionally funny. Like she doesn't really try to be, but she's just so funny. Like we just laugh at her. Do you have a funny Jasmine story? She's late to the bus all the time. <laughs> like, we'll be calling her and she's like, What? We're like, We're here. We're leaving. She's like, Oh, I'm coming. Like, she's just like, It's hard to explain. I can't think of like a specific thing, though. Uh huh. She just you overall, overall like funny. Yeah. She's uh -huh. just unintentionally funny. All right. What was, the, what was the best trip you guys had this year? Oh, Nashville, for sure. Oh, yeah. I forgot you went mm -hmm. to Nashville. Yeah, all right. I, I can't wait to go to Nashville. Y'all are going? Yeah. It's fun. How far is Middle Tennessee from, though? Uh, an hour. Oh, maybe? so it's pretty close by? Yeah. Does y'all's do y'all's coaches give y'all like time to go do stuff? Uh, well, we're only usually there for like forty eight hours. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't really think so. I mean, I'd love to. Might mm -hmm. have to bring that up with Mudgy. <laughs> but um, nah, I haven't. I mean, the days that we had, it's so, like it's annoying because we just had a road trip. Um, we had two games in Troy, but like when I tell you, there's nothing in Troy. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we had we had a um a day or two in between games. So like. Um, coaches were trying to figure out like some team exercise or something. Mm. It was like, oh, let's go like to the movie theaters or like let's go bowling, <laughs> let's go bowling, bowling. let's oh, go bowling. Fun. Bowling will be fun. Um, yeah. The closest cinema or bowling alley was like an hour and a half away. Troy's so nothing in Troy. It's in Alabama. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. Nice campus, but God, there's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah, y'all were there for a turn the tournament, right? Some, I just played two games. There. I couldn't tell you. Uh huh. Basketball schedule would be weird. They just be people would be playing all. I over. feel like you have games literally like every other day. Yeah, well, we play twice a week. So it feels like more than that. We usually play the like when conference starts. I think it's Thursday, Saturday. Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's not too bad of a schedule though. Yeah, once we, I mean, I'm just so over this traveling because like in the month of November, like that, the we played, uh, we went to Old Miss, played Old Miss, then drove down to Alabama. We played Troy and Grambling State. So we had like a six day road trip, seven day road trip. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. have a lot of conference home games? Uh, it was like pretty even. Well, you play everyone home and away. So it's oh, different. Like I it's didn't not football. That. We play everyone home oh, and away. Y'all do don't do that in soccer? So we did uh, my last two years, or I think. But this year, no. We just, uh -oh. we really didn't have that many games, it felt like. I know. I feel like y'all season went by fast. Like, so yeah, fast. I know y'all started in July. Like. Well, we started off playing like a couple games a week. And then once we got to conference, it was just one game. We played every Sunday. So that, oh, see that it was must. interesting. That must, like, that lead up must just feel long. So long, yeah, because normally before that it would be Friday, Sunday, or mm -hmm. Thursday, Sunday. But, like, yeah. But it was nice, though, because you had all week to, like, fully focus on the team you're playing. We mm -hmm. watched tons of film. Like, our all of our practices were, like, super strategically geared towards that team. So it was nice, but I don't know. I like to play games, so, like. Mm -hmm. How do you watch soccer from, by the way? I know it's, like, an, is it just a full 90-minute, like, clip of just the film? <laughs> Like, I know you can't like. You cut think the we have that like kind of time? Well, I'm. Yeah. You know, so it's like, how do y'all watch film? Like you cut it. It's like oh, little yeah. highlights. So, so it's like, like it's like yeah. you like like you know how in football like you watch. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not the one that plays soccer, so you no, take no, it away from you me. You got it. Well, I know, but <laughs> you know like you ball. know how, you know how like <clears throat> you look at how like offenses line up in formations. Yeah. So like how if they have like empty backfield, if they don't wide receivers, how they line up. It's like formations. So like, do their wingers play wide? Do they play up? Like, do they? Are they aggressive in how they play? Are they up tempo? Like, do they, they, uh, do they do they play a high line so they're center backs and defenders? Do they play up the pitch? 
mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay, I get that, but like, say you're watching it, it, it how, but how do you like separate one one clip from another? Just like they just cut it off. You know, like in football, you have a whistle, so like that's like okay, that's a clip. Yeah, like, you just cut it like literally so like how, well, yeah. huddle. Well, how do you know? think? How do you think basketball does it? Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing. Y'all just cut <laughs> so it every day. Like, every day you're overthinking this. So like a like a set. So we'll come in. Uh, it'll be a set. They'll run their set, and like, like if we if we're scouting a team. Uh-huh. Like we'll cut it as soon as the set stops. Oh, okay. So, cause like what happens is they might run a certain set and then it might not work. And so they just flow into just like hooping or running like a basic something. Mm. So that's when you cut it or like worst case, like if they shoot and they make it or miss it, then they'll cut it there. Mm. Okay. That's making more sense. So it's like the same thing. We just watch like normally we'll do like, uh, like first half clips and then second half clips. Or sometimes we'll be like, these are good clips. These are bad clips. Uh-huh. And then. Yeah, I would just kind of analyze. I was just talking to Louie in there. I didn't know they run like plays during the corner kick. I just thought people would just like line up. <laughs> they just they stand there and just go jump. for it. Just yeah, like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. We spend a lot of time like doing that stuff because the beginning of the season we kept getting scored on off of corner kicks. Like uh-huh. that's like literally why we were losing. So we spent a ton of time. So how that. how do you guard that defensively? You know, just does everybody just match up with the man or like how does that? Uh, work? Sometimes it depends because like we would scout like the other team and like if they had like a certain play where. I mean, people are, like, tricky. So, like, sometimes you'll be, like, more, like, zone, I guess. And then sometimes you'll be, like, on the man. Or, like, we'll have people, like, sometimes, like, teams will all line up on the goal line, like, with the goalie and then run out. So then you just have to, like, start there and then run with them. I don't know if that even makes sense to you. No, it but, does. I can like, see everybody just, like, charging. You can see it. And be like, yeah. oh, I got him. I got yeah, him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, sometimes, yeah. But it can be, like, super easy to lose your players. So that's why we struggled with that at first a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my next question for you is If you could be an Olympic athlete In any other sport besides soccer oh What gosh. would it be? Oh mm-hmm. my gosh I know we got the hard questions over here In the Cat's yeah, Eye Podcast Yeah you should give me a little heads up I mean Let me think What even are all the Olympic sports? They got Just what? throw it out there Because they're okay. pretty much putting is in cricket, every, cr- They're bringing cricket to the Olympics? Yeah. Okay I don't know how to play cricket I don't know the first one I thought of I don't of, even know <laughs> what cricket is You yeah. better ask Louie right here I <laughs> don't have enough time Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll do some research Um like first thing that comes to my mind, like snowboarding. Snowboarding? Yeah. Snowboarding. Oh. I don't know. I always watch like Sean White and like that kind of stuff. I'm like, that looks so cool. And like, think about there's probably not that many people in the world that like are doing snowboarding. So I'm like, why did my mom not put me in that at a young age? Think about it. Can you imagine how, you know how expensive it would be to be snowboarding? Okay, yeah, but this is hypothetical. <laughs> and you live in Texas. <laughs> hypothetical. Yeah, okay. Where, where's the, where's the closest? Snow. Where's the closest place that has snow from here? It snows in Dallas every once in a while. But consistently, like if you want to be, if you want to be a snowboarder, where would you go? Probably like Colorado, Wichita Falls. No, no, it's not snowing there. (laughs) (laughs) That's up north Texas. I'm thinking so. I'm thinking maybe like you'd go to like Colorado or something. I'd say Colorado would be the nearest place that consistently. Actually, I think I take it back because I I like like contact sports, you know. So I like to hit somebody. Yeah, I love that feeling. Yeah, it's great to hit somebody. But like, what I mean, what else? I mean, they have women's rugby. Basketball is rugby in the Olympics. (laughs) Oh, yeah, rugby sevens. Yes, I have said. I want to learn rugby, but it's so confusing. It's really not. It's you not just run at the other person <laughs> with the ball and then get past them and put the ball on the ground. Okay, and maybe. you can only pass backwards. What about lacrosse? <laughs> is lacrosse an Olympic sport? No, but they should make that an Olympic sport. I don't sport. think I so. I think that'd no. be a good sport. But lacrosse is not something American. fun like that, but definitely contact sport. You said it's not very American? No, it's very American. Oh, it's very like, American? I don't, yeah. It's all like the Northeast. I schools, don't right? think there's a professional lacrosse league back home. Well, I mean, there probably is, but it's really small. Yeah. They're getting flag football, so like that's a. Yeah. That's American. Why? Thing Wait, who's getting flag football? The Olympics, Olympics. in 2028. Flag football like is coming. Like for girls too? 
Uh, I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> because if it's the Dunnies, I'm 100%. Nine Olympics, huh? yeah, maybe that would give, be my sport for sure. More years. That need, that need title nine Olympics. Oh, I would 100% do flag football for uh, sure. That would, be fun. that would be fun for the girls too. So fun. Cause you we got, did that in high school. High, that's like a high school thing. Like seniors yes. do it, right? Powder puff. Powder puff. Yeah. Powder puff. What do you know I was about a running that? back. I know one of two things. <laughs> <laughs> you know a couple American high school things, huh? Uh, one of two. A little bit. Blue Mountain State. Oh, I don't. I, I, I was too young for that show. I don't know about that. I started. You know what? I started <laughs> watching. I've started watching Friday Night Lights. Oh, that's a that's dude. A, my go, cousin was show. on that show. Really? Yeah. Your cousin's Tim Riggins? If, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so she I, was like an extra. Because there's a movie and a TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've started watching. I've watched like the first two episodes of the TV show. Oh, you got to get some Michael B. Jordan gets on that show. Oh, yeah. Michael B. Jordan gets on Friday Night Lights. Yeah, just get it. It's like one of his first like what? Big Wait, roles. I actually didn't know that. I haven't seen the show. Oh, damn. Yeah, y'all behind. I watched but it like, for, like in high school. Because there's like five seasons. Maybe right? like season four or season five, he gets on the show. Like so the, when was like the when guy. was the last season? Uh, like when did it come out? Like yeah, here? probably like 2010, 2011. Ago. Long time ago. Oh, you think wow. longer than that? No, that's probably yeah. Right. About that was a long time. That was like twelve years ago. That was a long time. Dang, you made me feel old. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. I have to keep watching it then, huh? Yeah. yeah. There were some high school kids that came here like on campus like a few weeks ago, and they are like, yeah, I was born in 2008. I'm like, oh, my gosh. No, I like, know. That doesn't even sound wow. right. Or like when the new commits, like they put in like their little Instagram bio, like, oh, SHSU soccer 29 or like 20. Yeah, I'm like, 20. whoa. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, yeah. Chill. <laughs> it's crazy. No, yeah, that makes, uh, I'm like, dang, that makes me feel old. I'm not going to you? What, what high school class were you? 2020. What, are you, what were you? 21. Yeah, I'm 21. 21. So you're I'm, 21, I'm, I'm 21, but I technically reclassed up. Oh, okay. So, so you really you'd have been 22. No, I'm 20. Would be 20. I reclassed up. Oh, uh, oh, it's up to. So 21. you graduated okay. early. Well, it's different. So back home, our school year is in January and finishes in November. Really? I so didn't we not, we start we we are within the year. So technically, when I graduate high school, so when I finish my senior year is in November. So and you guys don't graduate till next May. Yeah. Okay. So I so before I came to college here, I would have would have had to wait six months before I come to college because I had to wait for you guys to graduate before I can go. Mm. So basically, that's what crazy. I did was well, I'm already graduated, so I might as well reclass up and get because right. that's when they had the COVID. Because we were the first age that didn't get the COVID year. Exactly. Uh -huh. So yeah. what I did was I classed up so I could get half a COVID year, and I played. So I came straight. So in the graduated in November, and then came over in January and played a semester of. College ball. Like oh, you free. just started hooping? Like, yeah, I just came <laughs> over. I mean, they were like, they're like, it won't hurt. It won't go against your eligibility. So I came over and hooped for six months. Yeah, I can't imagine you join a team. They're like, hey, we got this guy from Australia. Yeah, I came in <laughs> mid-year. I came in mid-year. They're like, this big, goofy white fella's coming over. He's going to be our big guy? man. Uh-huh. Uh, Dana, you say you mentioned you travel a lot, and I know you were in a... Uh, you were in you were in Dubai last last year, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. She got she got me a shot glass out there. My aunt collects shot glasses, so like she. Got I me thought a shot alcohol glass. and like because it's all Muslim culture. Well, they can sell a glass. They yeah. don't sell alcohol. Mm. It's like it's interesting though. Like it's not as like restricted as you think it is. Because I thought it was all like that too. There were shot glasses everywhere, but uh, like I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, but, but my I can imagine imagine like. Finding alcohol there, though, commercially would be really hard. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even remember, honestly. But there's a bunch of, like, weird rules that they have there, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just just different. Just, just different. different way of life. It's different cool way of life. Though, no, the people are so nice, though. Like, it's, like, a whole different culture. Like, they literally, like, they don't lock their cars. They just leave their stuff around. They're like, oh, no one steals here. I'm like, what? Oh, can never be. I've got my car broken yeah. into literally, like, last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. Is yeah. everything good from that now? Yeah. I lost my wallet, but it's okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dang, that, that's not Chilling. good at all. <laughs> killer, huh? uh, yeah, I was in Houston for the Astros game. I come back, my window was broken into. I was like, bro. Damn. And we lost. You went to the, you went to game seven, right? Game seven, yes. Uh, so pumped for that. I'm a new new Astros fan. Are you? So I started right before the playoffs, I think it was. It was when I started. So you're not a bandwagon, just new. No, well, I like, I always hated baseball because I was just like, I grew up on cricket. So okay. cricket's my like bat sport. Okay. So I love cricket, love cricket. And then I came over here and I'm just like, baseball's so boring, yeah. this, that. Even though a cricket game goes for five days. <laughs> oh yeah, it goes for five days. I didn't know that. <laughs> but baseball's still boring because it's like four hours of your life. Like, I it's feel boring. like it, once you understand it, it's like That's what happened. Yeah. So I started actually paying attention mm-hmm. and then I went to my first game and sat there live. It's so fun live. And I was just like, Oh, I can see why people like it. Yeah. I still have to understand like some of like the intricacies. Like mm. he's like, oh, he threw a great slider. I'm just like, I have no idea <laughs> what he's talking about. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like uh, once I saw it live and obviously like the playoffs and like the who they play the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was a good series yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So now I can see now why like it's, yeah. everyone loves it. There's just so many games like with baseball. Like I don't really watch like a ton during the actual season because it's literally like all the time. Mm-hmm. Like in playoffs and stuff, it's so fun. Like. Yeah, I think that playoff atmosphere for baseball mm-hmm. makes it more makes it makes it way more exciting. I would yeah. say. But the Astros, they they're getting old, right? They are getting old. All their best players, the best players, are getting bit. old. They got a couple, yeah. y- a couple young guys still. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't say Jeremy Jordan's Pena. not that old. Yeah. Jeremy, so what, one more, one more, two more years old. of maybe challenging. And then just rebuild. Uh, you know, the the, <laughs> the dynasty stays in tech. You know, yeah, they've been yeah, competing yeah. for the past what seven, eight years. Yeah, ever since what twenty seventeen. So why? As soon as I jump on, they can't start losing. Yeah, then they're gonna start tanking. Before that, they lost 100 games three straight years. So like, really? Yeah. yeah. So they, they like just got good like not that long ago. Yeah. Mm. This is like the golden age of uh, Astros baseball. Mm-hmm. What was that game seven like, you know, after like they started going up on them and so everybody started leaving? Yeah, it was really, really fun at first when it was 0-0, like two innings in. I was literally sitting there like, this is such a waste of my time. <laughs> like it was still fun, but like we went down so fast. And like we were sitting by a ton of Rangers fans. So it was just like, bro. But it was still fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It's still a good time. All right, I got one of the toughest questions right here. Oh no! Are you more likely to score a basket on Louis or catch a pass on me? Oh my gosh! All right, uh, don't be stupid. Do <laughs> you know the answer? Don't be stupid. Well, can I explain though? Like, yeah, of course. Here's the thing: I played basketball. Oh wow! No, listen, I'm not going to say. She's going right at no, you. No, no, I'm really not. This is going to come back to you because <laughs> I played basketball in middle school, and like, I genuinely love basketball because like contact sport and stuff. Like, I was all defense, but like. I cannot shoot. Like, I literally, like, I had 10 free throws one game. Didn't mm. make a single one. Dang, like, I would 10? not score on you. No, I cannot shoot. But I can play defense, though. I can <laughs> She's make, a smart hey, girl. I can maybe steal it from you, though. Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, that wasn't the point of the question. I can catch a pass. Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna yep. clamp you. You're going to get the line. no, trust me. I played powder puff, okay? Mm. Trust me. Yeah, I, bet I, you're I actually got, I got a flag football game coming up New Year's Day, all right? And I'm prepared. Is like a, with your family or like some friends? Uh, with my uh, uh, fantasy football group chat. Oh, y'all playing flag football together? Yeah. <laughs> I like your squad. See, that's that's some fun stuff to yeah. do right there. I'm already getting looked down on though because I'm the only girl in it, and like. <sighs> you got to prove them wrong. They think so I'm a weak link. I'm so proven wrong. Exactly, mm-hmm. but I would catch a pass on you. For All right, <laughs> the last toughest question right here. Okay. Who's more likely to score a PK on you, me or Louis? Bro, I'm not a goalie. Probably both. So who do you think, who do you think's gonna make it more? All right. I think you. What? He knows ball. He knows ball. He does. He, he just because he, he knows ball doesn't mean he can shoot the ball. Yeah. 
But like, I know cooking. Oh, I, I, got a, a I got a nasty left foot. Oh my god! Are you left footed? Nasty. Yeah, I'm left footed. Literally oh, wow. nasty left foot. Nasty. Left foot. <laughs> <laughs> mind you, mind you, though, my my time as a soccer player, I was a defender. I was a great center. I was a Rolls Royce of a center back. I can see you being a center back. I would two feet people. Were you locked down. Oh man, how tall were you when you were playing soccer? Oh man, I, well, I stopped playing soccer young because okay. I started because I started playing Australian rules football. But I was probably like, I mean, I was I was like seven, eight, nine. So I was probably still like should have kept with it five six maybe okay <laughs> it's I, taller I than me I can't imagine being a seven footer out there trying to oh, <laughs> yeah. be defenseman not now I don't know. there's some big guys though in the Premier League like that Lukaku dude he's huge he's, he's not in Premier League. he's like six he's no, like, like Virgil like Van Dyke like yeah. them yeah yeah they got some they got some big big boys Holland he's big yeah but see like I would easily score a PK uh, easily more, more than you. You I have a better chance because I know my angles. You, know. you must not know I was Did on you Katie ever Junior play High. soccer, Jalen? I was on Katie Junior High soccer team. I was the goalie. But like, okay, I was, so like. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on the team. We Were went, you? We went on Did five. everyone make it or what? Nah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to try out. Uh, okay. Yeah, we were trash though. We were 0-5. I'd give up like a goal or two a game. I'd be like, dang, man, this is looking kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. Like they're looking shooting from far out. Dude, it is hard. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, when, if you make a mistake, it's a goal. Yeah. These yeah. balls like, are coming you can, As an outfield player, you can make a mistake oh and you my can gosh, make yeah. up for it. So yeah. much credit to goalies. I don't know how they do it. I remember one time I blocked instead of catching it and they had a corner and the next play they scored. I was like, dang, I should have caught the ball. Why am I trying to block it out of bounds? Like, what is it? This ain't basketball. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm tripping. No. Yeah. Probably Lewis. <laughs> All right, Dana, you know this was fun. We had a great time with you. I don't know if you want to drop your social media or anything for the camera. (laughs) Dana Hanson. It's pretty simple. Dana Hanson. (laughs) Give me a follow. (laughs) Look her up. Make sure. Be on the watch for next year, huh? Yeah, for sure. It's exciting El Capitano. Yes, sir. That's the one. You know what that means in Spanish? Huh? You know what that means in Spanish? Captain? Hey, great guess. Great guess. (laughs) I could have figured that. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for having me. It was fun. Of course. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. That's uh, a wrap for this week's episode. I know it's been a minute, but we're finally back in business. So hopefully we can start churning these out soon, huh? And you got anything else, Jay? Hey, we're back. Hey, make sure everybody have a good Christmas break. You know, if we won't we'll be back on for a while, you have a be safe and have a happy holidays. The Cat's Eye Podcast is recorded in the BSN studios at the Wood Forest Bank Athletic Center. Today's episode was written by Lewis Rowe and Jalen Phillips. This episode is produced by Jason Barfield. All music is courtesy scottholmesmusic.com. This has been a presentation of the Bearcat Sports Network. Should have should have put them pads on, huh? Yeah, nah, you shouldn't have. They would have cut your legs up by now. Hey, I'm, I'm working. Be done. I'm working with uh, uh, Regan, 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 yeah. and uh, Coach Parker. We're working on my kick step. I, they said <laughs> they, they, they said I should have a nasty kick step. Ooh, I can't imagine a seven foot tackle in the league. <laughs> but no, they, they like, nasty, Ray, Regan's like Regan's like that's like with a bit of work that that there's something there. Yeah, put some weight on. You'd be you'd be nasty. <laughs> you'd be tough to get by. Don't, don't tell me. I'll put on forty pounds like it's nothing. Just try it. You have nothing to lose. (laughs) (laughs) His his, his athleticism. (laughs) I've worked so hard to lose 40 pounds. (laughs)